Welcome to Bushido Bites, the way of the warrior, where we bring you Christ-centered character education and wisdom for personal development. This is Josiah Armstrong, founder of the School of Warrior Arts, and we're so excited to bring you and your family transformational resources. We're on a mission to pass on the faith to the next generation and raise up worshiping warriors. So get ready for today's training, and thanks for joining the fight of faith. All leadership starts with self-leadership. If you can't lead your own heart, your own thoughts, your own life, you certainly won't be able to lead others. And one day, oh young woman, young man, you guys will one day maybe be leading families and homes or companies or businesses or teams, okay? If you don't learn to lead yourself, you won't be able to do that well, and that just creates chaos. It's very frustrating when you're unable to organize, lead, facilitate what you need to do. It all starts with how you deal with you. Real leadership starts right here. So we're gonna talk about the law of the mirror. And the law of the mirror says you must see value in yourself. You must see value in yourself and add value to yourself. And add value to yourself. That's what the law of the mirror says. So when we consider this, as you can see in your worksheet, make sure you have that, the two most important things that shape your entire life, right? you can make everything very simple. If you can truly wrestle with these two questions, answer these questions in your life, it ch it's the game changer. It changes everything. And the two questions are this. Number one, is actually what you believe about God. What you believe about Him to be true in your heart for real will shape everything about your life. Everything about your life will come out of what you believe about God. And the second major question that if we answer and answer well, or however we answer it, <laughs> is what you believe about yourself. They are the two greatest questions that like a rudder on a ship will direct everything. What you believe about God and what you believe about you. We have to answer that question. Because if we do not see ourselves rightly or if we do not see God rightly, everything gets distorted. It's like wearing a different shade color of glasses. It changes the perception of reality. Everything looks different. And if I'm not seeing things the way they really are, I live in a false reality. That creates problems in my life. It creates problems in my relationships. It makes me not be able to connect the way that I need to connect. Okay? The Bible talks about the mirror in many different ways. I love this. The, the, the language of the mirror. What does the mirror do? It reflects. It reflects. Now look at James, the book of James, chapter 1, 20 through 25, reads this way. I'll read it to you. It says, do not merely listen to the word. And he's talking about the word of God. Don't just be a listener and then deceive yourself. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do it is like someone who looks at their own face in a mirror. And then after looking at themselves, goes away and immediately forgets what it looks like. But whoever looks intently 
into the law, the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they've heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. They will be blessed in what they do. So important. In other words, if I don't take the truth of the Word of God and look at it like I'm looking in a mirror, when I look at the truth of the Word of God, that's supposed to reflect back to me who I really am, what God says about me, or what God's instructed me to do. If I don't look at that thing and obey it, the Bible says it's like looking at yourself, walking away and like, oh, I totally forgot what I look like. I don't even know who I am. We forget, and therefore we start acting or living in a way that does not reveal or line up with who we really are, what we should have been looking at in the mirror. That'd be pretty crazy. That's like amnesia. That's like forgetting who you are. Okay? Here's another place in the Bible where it talks about a mirror. Because here's the deal. We have to see ourselves rightly. We have to see God rightly. And they both are connected together. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 says this. And we all, with an unveiled face. Stay with me now. With an unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Think about this. This is amazing. What Jesus did for you and me is a game changer. A game changer. The Old Testament, before Jesus came, if we looked into the law, which the law was perfect and holy, right, and true, but the law... When we did not have the spirit of Christ in us before Jesus came, when I looked at the law then, I saw what maybe I was supposed to be but could never become that. The law actually showed me that I can't live up to that. I'm not good enough. I, as the Bible says, fall short of the glory that I see written in the scriptures. Jesus comes and changes the game. He dies for you, is buried, resurrected. Ascends to heaven, sends his spirit for those that believe and turn from their sin. God comes to live on the inside, guys. And he says, now you have access to God's presence. And you now, listen to me closely, you now, every one of you, not when you get older, not when you get more mature, not when you get more holy or perfect, not when you get better. Right now, whether you know a lot or know a little, we have access by the Holy Spirit to look into the heart of God with the eyes of our heart, with our spiritual eyes. To look, just like looking in a mirror. I can look into the glory of God and I see him and it shows me who I also am supposed to be. And God's spirit transforms me from the inside out so that I'm looking at myself when I look at him. The Bible says in 1 John that if I claim to know him, if I claim to know God, we will walk and live just like Jesus walked and lived. That's amazing. Think about that. We're meant to live like Jesus lived. Know Father God like Jesus knew Father God. Because Jesus made us all children of God now. If we believed in him. That's so powerful. But it's like looking in a mirror. The law of the mirror is real. Whatever I'm looking at, whatever I am seeing, determines my reality. Whatever I see, I'm going to believe. The eyes of my heart have to see the invisible spiritual truth of what the, the Bible says. And what God says about me. That's the kind of mirror we need to be looking at. 
Again, the most two important questions you can answer is what do you believe about God? What is true about God and what is true about you? What do you believe about you? As you can see in your worksheet, what we agree with or we must agree with God in what we believe, in what we think, in what we say, and what we do. You can fill in your blanks there. We have to learn to agree with what the Bible says and what God has said about us in the things that we choose to believe in our heart and in our mind. In the things that we say, the things that come out of our mouth. The things that we think and the actual things we do. So important. And let me tell you something. As you can see at the top of your notes there on the second column, people tend to treat you and value you according to the way that you value yourself. The way you value yourself. If you don't respect yourself, if you don't love yourself, if you don't think you're worth anything, that's going to make you think a certain way. It's going to make you act a certain way. And other people are going to tend to treat you that way. If you don't respect yourself, people aren't going to respect you. Unless they are absolutely free in the love of God and have maturity and choose to love you with God's love, with agape love. But most times people respond to you based on what you're putting out in the world. What you're revealing, because you walk around as a mirror. If you're like, hey, this is who I am, and you feel like, I'm dirty, I'm mean, I'm a jerk, I'm stupid, I can't do anything. No one likes me, no one wants me, I'm rejected, I'm ugly. If that's what you're putting out in the world, that's what you believe, that's what you think, people are going to kind of treat you that way. You know, if you're ever in a very dirty place, a dirty environment, people are more likely to keep that thing dirty. When you see a place that's got litter and trash everywhere, you probably feel a lot easier to, to litter. Because you're like, oh, this is what we do. It's, it's a mess. It's just throw your trash on the ground, right? But if you go into a place that's beautifully put together, there's no trash anywhere, it's spotless, you suddenly recognize, oh, wow, there's, we don't do that. We don't throw trash on the ground. I can see that. That's not the normal here. So I'm going to respect this atmosphere and keep it the way it is. I'm going to treat it the way that it is presenting itself. But if you're presenting yourself as someone who doesn't care, who's miserable, who's always angry, who's upset, who, who acts in all kinds of inappropriate ways, guess what? People are going to respond to you and treat you that way. But how you're acting is a mirror. It reveals to everyone what you believe about you and what you believe about God. So here's some ways that are really important where you can upgrade your own sense of self-image, self-esteem. How you can grow in confidence. Because listen, having self-confidence is really important. And I don't mean like where I'm just confident in myself. We should all be confident in who we are simply because we're children of God. I used to be very insecure. I used to hate myself. I used to despise my body. You know why? Not because there was anything wrong with me, but because I had people abuse me with their words and with their hands when I was younger. And they said mean, mean things to me. And they made me feel very insecure about myself. Not because any of it was true, but I believed the lie. People that were intentionally hurtful with their words. And then I didn't have a dad in my life to speak identity and truth to me. And so I had a lot of areas 
that of my heart and my mind and my emotions that were not developed the way they needed to be. Because nobody was speaking truth. No one was calling out what should have been in the mirror. I was given a distorted view of a wrong mirror, a wrong picture. It was a lying mirror. And it affected me deeply. When I came to Jesus and began to believe him and, and return and repent and change my way of thinking to learn the truth, I became very confident in a real way. Not trying to prove myself, I became confident to say, wow, my father loves me. I can accept my body. I can, Psalm 139 says, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm perfect. I don't need to be ashamed of my feet. I don't need to be ashamed of my calves or my knees or my thighs or my head or my ears or my nose or my whatever. You know, I would not even take my socks off when I was a kid before because I was so embarrassed to show my feet. I wouldn't even wear shorts that went above the middle of my calves. Because God forbid that my shorts went up to here. God forbid my knee or above my thigh. Oh! It was like trap. It was like I was so insecure and self-conscious about my body. Not because anything was wrong with me. Because I believed wrong things. I looked at a wrong mirror. Because someone used to say foul things about me that weren't even true. And I believed it. I felt insecure. I felt unlovable. I felt unbeautiful. I didn't feel handsome. I didn't I feel... I know how you feel. My, fr my friend, um, Brandon, just lost one of his dogs. One of them just passed away um, a, half a, week, a week and a half ago. Hmm. So I had to grow out of that stuff. I had to heal from that stuff. I had to start knowing the truth. Okay? Self-confidence is important mostly that comes from knowing how God thinks about me and what he says about me. So here's two things. You ready? Here's two keys about how you can actually grow in these things outside of God encountering your heart with the truth of his word. But number one, ready? Guard how you talk to yourself. We all talk to ourselves. We all talk to ourselves in our mind or with our words. We say things to ourselves all the time. We don't, we don't always realize it. But you've got to take the words that come out of our mouths or the thinking, the voice in your mind that always says, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm stupid. No one likes me. I'm all alone. I can't do anything right. That speaking in those words only reinforce what you believe. And it doesn't work because those things are not true. Those are lies. No one loves me. No one wants me. I'm not beautiful. I'm so ugly. That type of talk. I'm not smart enough. I'm stupid. That type of talk hurts you. Hopefully you want to help you. Hopefully you want to get stronger, better, more confident. And so you have to guard that self-talk and speak more life-giving words, more truth-filled words over yourself. And here's the other thing. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to other people. This is such a big deal. And especially in our world of technology with social media. People are always just putting on their best face and making everything look lucky dar. People are so discontent with who they are. They don't value who they are, so they're always wanting what other people have and what other people are doing or 
what people look like or what skills or abilities or talents they have, and they don't value themselves. They make themselves look super small and insignificant and make others look so great and big. And they rob a sense of, I'm important. My voice is important. My life's important. My talents and gifts are from God. I'm loved. I'm wanted. I'm capable. I can celebrate other people. I don't have to compare myself to them. So don't compare yourself. You're running your own race in life. You have your own journey. We get to run together and help each other, but you're living your own life before God. When you stand before Jesus Christ one day, who is your judge? Because every one of us will take account. You're not going to be able to say, but yeah, but they did this, or they did that to me. Or I didn't try this, or I didn't do what you asked me to do, God, because then, no, no, no. You will take account for your actions, your words, your decisions. Don't compare yourself to people, and you'll be happier for it. You'll be more at peace. You'll be more joyful. You'll feel more sense of, I'm loved, I'm okay, everything's okay. So to be a warrior means, when we talk about the law of the mirror, to be a warrior, it means we confidently own the value that God has placed on us and others. We learn to speak to others their value. Because I'm telling you, especially as young people, we can be so hurtful with our words. Friends, you want life to come out of your mouth, not death. The Bible says life and death is in the tongue. Use your words for life to build up, not tear down. If anything we're going to tear down, we're going to tear down the lies, tear down darkness, because that's what warriors do, right? They destroy the works of the devil, and they bring breakthrough for others. We fight for others. We don't attack others with our words. But we believe. We confidently own the value God's placed on us, and then we continue to grow in God's likeness. We give ourselves to training and character development. So here is your assignment. I want you to write down. Here is your response. I want you to write down how you see yourself. What are your best qualities? I want you to write down your best qualities. How do you see yourself? We're going to answer one of these questions. How do you see yourself? How would you describe yourself? What are your best qualities? Write those down. And then we're going to take time to simply ask the Holy Spirit what the Father loves about you. The Father loves you, and we need to hear His voice. That's what changes our heart. When we ask Father God, what do you love about me? And let Him speak to you. If you do this honestly, sincerely, you just might hear the heart of God for your life. And you let what He says start changing how you live, how you think. You'll start seeing a different picture in the mirror. You'll start seeing the very glory he created you for. He wants you to love yourself like he loves you. And that's why it's so important to hear his voice. Hear what he says to you and so that you can agree with it. So you can say, wow, Lord, you said this about me. Well, I, I'm going to believe that you love my smile. You love my feet. You love my kindness and generosity to others. You love this about me. In fact, you made me this way. This is part of your nature on the inside of me. And the more you can appreciate that, you let that truth be the mirror you operate out of. And then you can put yourself out there into the world with confidence. 
Be unashamed of who you are and unashamed of who your God is. And when you do that, you'll find that you can grow more. You can learn quicker. You know when you try to learn new things when you're insecure or scared or afraid or believing lies? It's way harder. You can't learn as quickly if you're not confident in your ability to learn and grow. If you're very insecure about your body or afraid of failing and afraid of looking stupid, you're never going to try the way you need to when you're competing, wrestling, fighting. You're not going to step out and do it because you're going to be so insecure. Oh, if I do it, I'll look stupid if I lose. Well, you're looking at a wrong mirror. You're believing a lie. Like we talked about last night, we got to realize, no, we got to learn to make mistakes. That's part of growth. Right? It's part of life and it's part of growing. If I want to actually get better at something, I need to make mistakes and keep making them and then keep learning from them. Right? So we want to think rightly. Yeah, but then learn. You can mess up consistently, but the goal is to try to learn from your mistakes. Remember, sometimes we win, sometimes we learn. Sometimes we learn. So even if you feel like, oh man, I came up short, no problem. You just apply yourself and do better and keep growing. You know, keep growing. Like how many times did you struggle today doing a hip escape? <laughs> Getting out of somebody's guard. You didn't do it perfectly the first time or every time. You had to struggle. You had to work through it. Hey, and thanks for tuning in today and joining us on Bushido Bites. Make sure you download the associated resources that go along with today's lesson and be sure to take action. Write down your insights and applications. Engage in discussion with your family and those on the same journey of growth. As warriors, we discipline ourselves in the godliness by the grace of God. Every day is a training day. Every day is a day to grow.